everybody. This episode of Phoebe is brought to you by our one and only sponsor, Audible.com. Scott. We're back. They're oh, back. Oh, my God. A leading provider of spoken word audio information entertainment. Uh, listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. So, essentially, wherever you're listening to this podcast, guess what? You can also listen to an audiobook, thanks to Audible.com. Yeah. You can do it. Amazing. They're our best sponsor ever. They're amazing. Oh, my God. All right. Let's They're just... amazing. You're amazing. Oh, <laughs> and now here's Phoebe. And that's our intro. And that's our intro. Scott, it's been a while. We've had some time uh, apart to ponder, to, to think. think about our lives, and yeah, and just you know where we went wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you've been working on uh, some stuff. You've been editing some things. I'm I've, working as an editor. You've been working as a, a writer. Just, we're just doing it. We're just living a dream. I went away. You did. You went. Uh, I just got back. Went to the mountains. I went up to my my little abode in uh, the mountains of Washington State, North where um, sadly um, it's in a place called the Met- Metow Valley, M E T H O W, and uh, there are a lot of fires right now. Oh like, no! There are a lot of fires, and uh, it's sad. Like a bunch of people in the valley. It's a people in the valley have lost their homes. Um, That's terrible. My parents were at the house, and they got evacuated. They almost got evacuated once. I think um, if you're at the point of almost getting evacuated, and you have another house to go to, you might as well just leave. <laughs> I mean, unless your dad's going to be out there spraying a garden hose on the Oh, on he, the roof. he's ready. He's ready to go. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, Is he? yeah. <laughs> he, he wants to go back. It's fucked up. We were driving from... Uh, I was there with a buddy, and it was like, you could draw... You could see two of them. I mean, they yeah. look like they look like atomic bombs go off sometimes, or there's oh yeah, just yeah. Giant I mean, we're smoke. we live in Southern California, where you know it seems like yearly we see a couple of those fires yeah. a year. We've been lucky so far, yeah. Given the ridiculous drought we're going through right now in Southern yeah. California, uh, California in general. But yeah, it's crazy when you see it off in the distance. It's apocalyptic. It's a po- it is apocalyptic, and there's there's like. From where we were, there's like one into the north and one to the south. So you're like, and you're just a, trapped. And the big one that started at first, the Carlton Complex fire, that one is mostly contained, but that was huge. And then there was a small one that was like, and what's crazy though is like there was a small one because there's also thunderstorms and that's like lightning strikes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We took a hike up to this place called Goat's Peak. Um, which is a hike we took, and you could see one of the fires, and there's a fire lookout there. Fire what if you station. got up there and it and was... there's a guy named Lightning Bill, and he was up there. Lightning and... Bill's up there? And he showed us how they um, look on for Facebook. It, well, when a lightning strike happens, he has to call it in when a fire oh, wow. starts. Lightning Bill. Yeah. What if you got up to Goat's Peak and you found out it was just a strip club for goats? It was called oh, Goat's would be Peak. Amazing. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, but what if they're like just a goat at they're the like door? only goats can peak? I'm sorry, goats only goats, sir. <laughs> I did. We did see a mountain goat on the last day we were there. We were on a hike at a place called Blue Lake, and above, um, above and behind the lake, there was a, just a big old mountain goat sitting there chewing. What uh, what kind of wilderness is out there? Like uh, wild animal game is out by your abode? Uh, bear. Uh, is there a bear hunting season up there? 
Can you can you go nuts and I don't start? know about bear hunting. There's there is a hunting season there. There's lots of deer. Like yeah. if you sit on the deck, yeah, deer just walk by. Oh, like all you? day long, little fawns. What are you and doing? Stuff. Why you should be out there with a gun? There's wild tur. There's wild turkeys. Bourbon just running around. Wild turkey. Wild turkey bourbon. You just tackle them and you drink. <laughs> <laughs> you just rip the turkeys head off and drink. Yeah, and it's just straight Kentucky bourbon. Ah, oh, so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever hunted before? I haven't. Somebody asked me the other day. I grew up where I grew up in Washington. Like my uncles, a lot of my uncles hunted like mm-hmm. elk and stuff like that. Yeah. We moved when I was five, so I kind of, I, I, I bet if I'd have maybe got, if we'd have lived there longer, and maybe I'd have come of age. Oh, in there because we used to go fishing a lot. That's what we did. Yeah, that's not hunting. Yeah, that's fishing. But it's like when the kid's like four or five years old, you can give him a fishing rod and not worry about him fucking. The worst thing is he fucking sticks a hook in you. Yeah, he hooks, not him, fucking blows hooks himself your, or yeah, not blows your head <laughs> off. So we never Dad. did. I never ended up hunting, and I'm not necessarily. Somebody asked me the other day about hunting, mm-hmm. and like if you wanted to go hunting, with yeah, you, basically go hunting. Well, what did you say? Why didn't you say yes? Well, I was really That's thinking about question. it. It was elk hunting. Okay, and but here's my thing. Here's my thing with you hunting. eat elk though, right? No, I don't really like elk. Okay, well then I don't don't go. That's my thing. Yeah, it's like I I couldn't hunt for anything. Like I go hunt for like wild pig. Yeah, pig, deer. Boar. Deer. Not, I like I venison. I love venison. I like venison. But my point is, like, that's a lot of venison, dude. Yeah, my best friend in uh, college, Andrew, he was a hunter. He's from, like, northern Vermont. Yeah. Rye, Rygate, Vermont, which is up by, uh, it's actually the next town over from Nico Case. She lives, like, right on that border. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he would hunt all the time, turkey season, deer yeah. season. And his they had a freezer in the garage that was just full of... The meat he had. Uh, we always, like, home. my uncles, if I go stay with my mom's brother, Uncle Dean, like, there was always, like, elk steaks. And he always had, like, we'd always have elk hamburgers. Yeah. Which you got to cut with beef. Cause yeah, because it's too, yeah, yeah, gamey. It's too gamey. Yeah. it's uh, But it's good. Like, I don't mind it, but I don't like it enough that I would be, like, want to go out. Like, I like fish. Well, if I went hunting, I'd go, okay, let's do it. Let's kill one. And then we're good. And then we eat that one. <laughs> right there. For a little while. Yeah, not right there. He's got it. See, I don't like, to me, I don't like it enough to warrant going that, like, yeah. like I look like a pig and I'm like, yeah. I like, look, I like pork. I yeah. eat enough pork during the year where I'm like, technically I already eat probably a couple of pigs a year. Yeah, sure. Or maybe I, I, I've never measured it. You should measure your pigs. Um, <laughs> we should, we should be like, how, how many, many how many pigs do I consume That's a good a question. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Basically all you gotta do is to, you could probably do it from pounds. So if you're like, if you consume... You know, eighty-five pounds of pork a year. Then basically, there's no way you're consuming eighty-five pounds of pork a year. Well, then you don't, Scott. You're not doing it. I'm sorry. That would maybe be not that even would me. Be, that maybe would be, not even me personally. Maybe a pound and a half a, a week. But not even not even me personally. How much does the average pig weigh? I don't know. It's got to weigh like a 80, big pig's got to weigh like. That's why I threw out eighty pounds. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe we don't eat a pork a year. But but my thing is like it's not only me. So like if I buy a nice you know, pork shoulder or something to slow cook. Yeah, it's both for multiple you people. and your wives are going to have yeah, it. Yeah, it's not me just yeah. eating it. Uh, how does someone know that we're recording right now? I don't know. I don't know either. Did oh, you... I just took an Instagram. Oh, well then, there you go. I was just very confused. Are they psychic? How do they... Scott, how do they know? I put it on the interweb. You can follow Scott on Instagram 
Uh, he it's is S A Mosier. S A Mosier. S Mosier. And I am the same name everywhere. Matt Meyer. M A T T M I R A. And you can follow us both on Instagram. I mean, I guess what I'm going to do is I have to take a picture of you, Scott, and put it up for the kids to see. We're going to really get everyone excited about this episode of Phoebe, where we talk pigs. How much do pigs weigh? How much do pigs weigh? How much pig do you consume in a year? Scott from Eagle Rock. <laughs> Eagle Park. That's what you're, that's your town. Eagle Park. Eagle Park. You're on the line. Scott, do you know how much pigs weigh? How? No, I don't. I threw out 80. How much does... Are you typing in? Yeah. How much do pigs weigh? That is the fourth suggested question. The answer... They weigh 200 to 240 pounds. Fuck. You're not... I'm sorry, on Scott. Average You're about, not eating it. On average, about 57% of a hog make it from the pen to the pan. Oh, 57% of a so, hog. So they're saying a 250-pound hog will yield approximately 144 pounds of retail cuts. Oh, my around God. 20%, 28% of a hog's live weight is an edible product. Okay, so... What are we doing? Why aren't we, so why aren't we pig farmers? So if we're... Seems like there's a good yield on that. Yeah. Can't cost that much to raise a pig. Bacon. Oh my god, Scott! I know what we're doing when we retire. Pig next farmers. Week. We're retiring next week and becoming pig farmers. Yeah. It's technically not retiring. Yeah. It's changing careers. What we look? I was looking for. Remember, we were looking for farms. Some like I feel like that was the thing that we were doing either via email or text or something. We, we were, were like looking at farms. Like we, we found were. this website that uh, listed farms. farms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Farm, and we were farmland. Farmland. Yeah. Well, we should do that. Let's let's not let's put that on the back burner for right now. Uh, so 144 pounds. I'm probably you're not gonna, right. I'm probably yeah. not eating 144 pounds because that's like what two pounds a week. Yeah. How or much more? That's more than two pounds a, a week. I think in a yeah. Even if you'd got like a pork chop, you're never eating a pound one pound pork chop. No. Well, no. with the bone in, it's gonna weigh about. You might get up there. All right. A bone in pork chop. Mm-hmm. And if you're, see, let's say I don't eat, I mean, bacon, bacon's not that heavy. Pork belly on a slider. Pork, pork belly, belly slider. on a slider. Oh, boy. Pork I belly mean, slider. Oh. <laughs> we just made all of us hungry. I don't think, I, so I guess I don't eat a pig, a, a pig an entire year. So if you kill a pig, right? Yeah. So if we went out and shot a pig. But I think you and I could take I'm down sure a pig I'm sure this is like every vegetarian feebster's worst nightmare show. It's a do we have vegetarian feebsters? That's what I'd like to know. I bet you that we do. Uh, if you you're a vegetarian, right if you're a vegetarian feebster, go on to our go, Facebook page. Go on to our Facebook page and something, something vote feeb. feeb. I don't know. Uh, tweet at us. Tweet us. Veg yes. Veg, hashtag veg yeah, yes. Hashtag veg yes. Or hashtag should we become <laughs> hashtag become pig farmers? <laughs> yeah. So if you're a, if you're a meat eating feeb listener. Hashtag become pig farmers. And if you're a uh, vegetarian uh, feeb listener, go hashtag, hashtag veg yes. Veg yes. Become I mean, vegetable farmer. No, just veg yes. Oh. I mean, we could have a nice farm going. We get some veggies on one side, keep all of the feeb audience happy. We grow, I mean, the great thing about pigs is you can feed them a lot of like vegetable waste. That's the great thing about pigs. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good thing to have. Like, it's like that's why you can, you know, you can feed them a lot of, still eat a lot of stuff. Ooh. Something just happened? Nothing important. What? Just some sports center stuff. 
Whoops, sorry. Shut up, phone. Uh, yeah, what's what's I've, I've, I've been to Comic Con since we recorded. Uh, oh yeah, you did a lot of stuff. I yeah. was working, and then I went up to the fires, which, like I said, was sort of amazing, uh, and kind of sad because of all the forest fires. And that's what I've been doing. And you got back, and you're trying to get back into your groove. You're trying to get your groove back. I'm trying to get my groove back. You haven't been to the gym. I was. I. I, I have been a couple times. I actually came back, and I wasn't feeling well, so I fought off a little cold. And Tom. Uh, Tom canceled on me today. Oh wow. Yeah, he wasn't feeling well. Which there's something going mm, around. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. I was going to try to go five days this week. Well, we were making out. Through. Oh my god, that's what happened. Yeah. You guys were fucking. Uh, <laughs> can you randomly. catch a cold from fucking? Oh, I don't know. I mean, if you're kissing a lot. No, but let's say you're you're like you're just like, keeping it raw, it's like, like meat on meat. <laughs> it's like uh, Julia Roberts's rule of no kissing and pretty woman. Okay, so yeah, we're, that we're kind just of a thing. face you're to just face, like, just fuck to fuck, we're face to face. Yeah, fucking nasty to nasty. Fucking pork belly meat slider. Yeah, right up inside it. Right, right in a pork belly just sausage. Like fucking angry just faces, going for it. looking at each other. Yeah, like, are you gonna pork? catch a cold? I don't know. I don't. That's think a so. great question. I don't think you are either. I don't think so. Kids, if you're sick, just fuck. Yeah, stop kissing. Stop kissing. It's going to ruin everything. And do anal. Yeah, and don't, I'm sure, I don't, can you get Ebola from fucking? Can you get Ebola? From fucking. Maybe. How is Ebola transmitted? It's definitely Is it trend. airborne? No. Interesting. I don't believe it is. I believe that it's, I don't believe that it is. I think it has to be transmitted through, like, fluids and stuff. I don't know if it's through sex. I don't know either. God, we need a we need a Phoebe uh we need a Phoebe, expert a sex expert. Does anybody work for the CDC? Oh, okay. Does anybody a good listening question. work for the CDC? Hashtag CDC yes. <laughs> I'm gonna a whole s- bunch I, of hashtags. I'm betting no, but uh Are you excited for the August the release summer? of November Man? Pierce Brosnan's return to form. Uh sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. too. I'm pretty excited. It feels Bondalicious. It feels you? like it feels like I'm gonna have to do a James Bonding episode just about the November Man, as like a special bonus episode. He's got a gun. He's ready to go. He's doing it. Scott, he's doing it. Pierce is back. He is back. I'm he's so awesome. excited about him. Uh, do you, is he one of your favorites? No, I'm just happy to have a him in a in a spy role again. Do you see Guardians of the Galaxy yet? No, of course he didn't. Why am I asking you that no, question? Why would you I would see never anything see anything. I really liked it until a year later. I really liked it. You can't. Yes, Ebola can be sexually transmitted, according to Salon.com article. Oh well, Salon.com is where I go for all my uh, disease transmitting news. news. Twenty four. There's a bunch of people. I like that. That's a question it, that needed to be asked. Like, oh, it says, this yeah, guy might have Ebola. Should I fuck? Saliva. Yeah. Should I fuck him? Mm, I don't think so. No, but just to be safe. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I don't have it, so let's do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's good to know, Scott. Uh, yeah, Comic-Con was fun. We had a lot of good times over there. I did a bunch of shows. I did a uh, show Wednesday, a show Friday, a show, two shows Saturday. Wow. Thursday night, I don't That's remember. a lot of shows, Matt. It is. It is. You're Hung out with Q a lot. Nice. Yeah, we got, to, we got to get together. I was not there. You were not there. Uh, but, uh, Q and, 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 and Murr and Joe and Sal, we all hung out. We had some breakfast. I got them into the BuzzFeed party. They, they were excited about that. Look at you. Just, 
You're the mayor. I didn't really. I didn't really get them in. Dory got them in, but. But I you know. were the. But you were the. The I was, conduit. Yeah, I was to the go between. I got Hardwick in that party. If you weren't there, that wouldn't have happened. <sighs> exactly. So technically, you did get I them did into it. the party. I got them in. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Comic Con was kind of. Uh, I didn't buy anything. I didn't buy anything crazy. You didn't buy anything crazy, or you didn't buy anything? I don't think I bought anything. Did I buy anything at Comic Con? Food. I bought a shirt from a listener. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, uh, he was at uh, one of the booths. He writes a comic about uh, the uh, Mexican wrestlers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he had. A, he had. He was like giving me the comics. He's like, "Oh, hey, I'm a big fan." We actually, I got engaged at your nerdy show last year. Nice. And I was like, oh, that's great. And saying hello to him and stuff. And he's like trying to give me a shirt, but he was giving me his comics. I was like, here's what I'll do. I'll take the comics and I'll pay for the shirt. There you go. Yeah. I didn't want to look. You're a good guy. You know? So he's got a good shirt that I I now have. It's uh, it's good. Uh, What else happened there? Not a ton. It was a, it was a, it was a busy and uh exhausting con and then we went back to work for at midnight for a week and now we're off for two weeks did you have more fun at that one than the previous year i think the previous year that's a good question i don't know i don't have an answer for that scott i will say this i'm getting a little weary of it of the the con yeah and i think if next year i think next year nerdist might have a slightly bigger presence there so You'll be back. There's no sign of it slowing down. Scott, no. there's no sign. We should have a con. Phoebcon. Phoebcon? Oh my god, Phoebcon would be great. We get some chefs to cook some pigs that we brought. Ah, oh, that we that we grazed? That we slaughtered. That we killed? That we killed that we in the wild. We got wild pigs. Is there a let me ask you this. Do you think there's a taste difference between a wild boar and a regular Probably. boar? I mean, you're going to be, if it's in the wild, I just assume that you're going to have a lot, you're going to have less fat. Yeah, more muscle because it's running yeah, around. More muscle, yeah. Being a jerk. Yeah. I always find boars depicted as being jerks. Well, they're fucking, those things are gnarly, man. Yeah, razorbacks? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're fucking tough little bastards. <laughs> Their heads are fucking hard as shit, man. You don't want to fuck with one. I well, they're hard to kill. Their heads are like their skulls are very thick, so it's like they are. That's like there's a big. I know there's a there's like the boar population worldwide is like you know out of control because you can't kill them by because they're difficult. Means. To, they're difficult to kill. They hide. They're good hiders. <laughs> And they have litters. They just they you know, they you know they fuck like crazy, man. Oh, wow, they fuck like you wish you were fucking. I uh, <laughs> I was talking today. I was uh, having a discussion uh, with my lovely girlfriend about uh, the routine of 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 the morning, and then I remembered that we never finished your day, Scott. Oh yeah, we never got we got to your whole you sleep naked situation. Oh, you yeah. wake up, you splash water on your face. You're a splash yes kind of guy. Big time. Yeah, you get up, you go out. Multiple times a day. Now, cause no be- because your days me. vary so much, I wanna do I'm going to go ahead and jump right now to, Scott, you're arriving home. From You've whatever. arrived home from whatever it is you were doing. You have no further obligations in the outside world. Well, let's eliminate like commuting from Santa Monica because that, that's like that's a I, whole other ball game. Well, I get back late. Like, yeah, yeah, usually I'm not home until like nine. And... Well, let's let's say you're uh, let's say you're working in Hollywood. Yeah, you get home. Uh huh. What time? What time you think that's gonna be? 
730. 7.30. Scott's home, everybody. 7.30's here. Oh, yeah. my God. Scott, is Alex, like, out on the porch waiting for you with lemonade and a... No. Nope? Okay. No, no, no. So, what's happening? happening? What's happening? Um, If I get home at that point, mm-hmm. usually, 7.30, usually... There's dinner being prepared. Oh, she's cooking for you. What are you what are you gonna have for dinner? Or are you gonna be preparing dinner? Who's preparing dinner? Not if I'm working that late. Somebody okay, will. Scott, you worked a long time. Not really, so what's but happening? like there's somebody usually home that can maybe start something or it depends. Like usually we try to make stuff so there's like leftovers, so you're not making a meal per day, you know? Try to make stuff where you got a couple days in there. Now are you gonna have the same thing twice in a row because you have the leftovers of it. So let's say one day you're making a stew and then the next day you're going to have the stew. You don't care. Yeah, I'm good for yeah. I'm good you're with good. that. I'm you're not, good with repeating. It's it's I mean like if you want to cook for yourself yeah. and not eat out all the time, it can get a little like you know, every once in a while you just want to reheat something. And it's easier, it's not hard to cook just a little bit more or just double That's the recipe. That's true. That's true. I did cook extra chicken last night when I roasted some yeah. chicken and some Brussels sprouts. Well. You might nice as well salad. you're doing it. Yeah. If you're prepping, it's not adding that much more time. Yep. You're absolutely right. Scott's tip, everybody, cook more than one meal worth of food. Because then you, you can, can save it for a second meal. Yeah, exactly. I leftovers into... aren't that. I'm like, you know, I, some some things are better. Like a stew yeah. can be better. Do you, I have this. I, just, I realized very recently, uh, like last week, that I have the same thing for breakfast every single day. And uh, I do. I don't. It it's depends crazy. on what I'm doing. It's always and I'll tell you what now I go to this I go to a Starbucks now in town here yep. so often that when I walk in the You're door like Norm. they have already they're prepping my drink like they're already getting my americano and then by the time I get up there it's ready and they hand it to me they don't give it to you but what they though. haven't no they don't give it to me free but what they haven't figured out is that I also order the same food every morning <laughs> that they can't deal yeah, with yeah they haven't they haven't figured that out yet it's a spinach feta wrap extra toasted I like it. Spinach feta wrap. Yeah. So what it is? It's a it's a whole wheat uh, wrap, right? Yeah. With the egg white. Yeah. Some uh, spinach. Yeah. A little feta, and some roasted red peppers in there. Nice. It's good. It's real good. Nice. I mean, it's processed to fuck, but I'm sure because it's Starbucks. But I do either. I do oatmeal a lot. Yeah, you're still cut out, man. If I'm working out, especially with weights, I always yeah. do it because otherwise I yeah. just lose energy or I just. I'm working on getting more whole grains into my diet. Uh, and then on regular days, cardio days, I'll usually just have some yogurt, mm-hmm. berries, mm-hmm. maybe a little honey. Ooh, honey. Throw it in there. Yes. <laughs> Scott's uh, putting his hands together <laughs> like a maniacal or an excited fat man. <laughs> honey. Ooh. Ooh. Honey for me. To make it a little sweet. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I usually have that for breakfast. Let's jump back. Okay, we're jumping back to your pull. You pull in. You pull up the hill. You got You live. You live near a very hilly area of Los Angeles. Yes, so you're pulling. My driveway is up. very go, hilly. You go up the hill. You're in the. You're in the Prius. What are you in right now? In this. In this average scenario. I'm in my Escape. You're in the Ford. I'm appropriately Ford. named Escape. Yes. Which replaced the Bronco. Yes, it did. Yep. I like the Bronco better. Bronco. I like you know what I'd like? A nice early eighties Bronco. Oh yeah. You know? Great. Those are real great. Awesome. The top off. Their value has gone way up it's too. Insane. Yeah. yeah. Too much. It's it's I we see them around, got in there. I see them around here a lot, like with We should have uh, got in there like yeah. eight, ten years ago. Oh my 
we'd be fucking so loaded. much money. We'd be, so we'd be loaded. Yeah, we if we just bought, anything. if we just bought twenty, like I bet there was a period of time. So I'm, I'm guessing they're like, what do you think? Seventy eight to eighty four is probably around where we're seeing them. It might go a little later. Well, the body type's going to change a little bit. But yeah. Like... So let's say fifteen years ago. Yeah. It couldn't have cost more than fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars. Yeah. To buy a bunch like per unit. So we could have bought. 20 of those 15 years ago sat on them and then unload them to all the douchebag hipsters but we would have to know we'd have to be like back to the future if we go back in time that's not what i'm gonna tell us if we if suddenly we got a time machine and you were like the bronco thing i'd be like well (laughs) there's other ways yeah that's that's like who who wins the super bowl next year like tell me that we won fucking that's one thing as opposed to like Going back in time and telling yourself, like, buy 20 Broncos. Like, could you imagine, like, I'm sure. Like, even your, even your person self in the past would be like, fuck that. I'm not buying a bunch of Broncos. I think the year to go back to would be 2004, when the Red Sox were down 3-0 to the Yankees in the American League Championship Series. And at that point, going into Vegas and, and putting down like, money on them to winning win the, the World, World Series, Series. Yeah. It would have been, like, 100, 200 to 1. You'd fucking. You would have cleaned the fuck up scott fuck the world in the mouth ah oh, right in it oh. mouth mouth <laughs> mouth <laughs> all right amazing scott you pulled up your driveway usually so i pull up i park yep um, you park in the garage no because no. you're using the garage i'm using the garage it's your office yeah and so i park i usually grab the mail i love it uh i sort of like head upstairs because I have like stairs to get to the front door. So no one, no one got the mail. This is on you. My wife knows I like to get the mail. You like to get the mail. I do. What is it? What is it? What does you like about getting the mail, Scott? Uh, I don't know. I think that it's like it harkens back to a different era. Maybe because there's always like there's something in there, you know. Like I got a couple magazine subscriptions. Oh, like, do you get a little like? Does your day like take a little bit of an uptick sure. if you get a magazine? Yeah. What's your favorite magazine? What's my favorite magazine? I used to get Dwell because we were like redoing the house. Yeah, and stuff sure. Like that. I don't know if I have any right now. My mom has been getting me like as a gift a subscription to Sunset. What is that? Is that like a like LA a life, specific? No, it's like a West Coast kind of magazine. It has like some good like recipes and stuff like that. My favorite uh, magazine to get is a uh, guitar aficionado. And do you get it? I get it. Yeah, I have it. I'm subscribed to it. And yeah. so when you go to the mail and you see one, it's like you have yeah. a fucking maybe it's like you have a, a new thing day, to read, and you're yeah. like, it's pretty exciting. It goes right in the bathroom. That's where all my magazine reading is done. So like it's exciting. I'm not a sit on the couch magazine kind of guy. It's exciting. Do you sit on the couch and read magazines, or are yeah, you I don't bathroom really do guy? No? I do a little bit of both. Yeah. But I don't exclusively read them in the... Guitar Aficionado is funny because the uh, I feel like I'm you not... you read all the articles? I'm not, I, I read a lot of the articles. Uh, I feel like it's not geared to me. No, because you're not a guitar aficionado? Well, I feel like I am, first of all. Oh, so you feel like... Let me just say that. You should be on the cover of Guitar No, aficionado. well, Ed Helms was on the cover, so I feel like, oh, hey, guys, put me on the cover. Uh, but the thing that I find hilarious in there is the advertising they do and the articles sometimes are like, uh, they'll review cars, but they'll review like Aston Martins and stuff. 
So it's high end. Yeah, it's very high end. I think I'll, I think it's like the aficionado brand, you know, like cigar aficionado is another oh, okay. magazine. It's I an think extension it's I think it's that. yeah. So like around the holidays they'll be like, here's a gift guide. And then like last year it was what to give the gift of time. So it was like telling you, you know, here's a fun here's a good idea is maybe give watches this year. Okay. So it was like, here's what you give your assistant. And it was like a $3,000 watch. Uh, okay. Here's what you give your junior partner. And it was like a $10,000 watch, watch. And then. So it's assuming that you have a significant assistants. other is like a $100,000 watch. It's like, what the? Wow. This is out of my league, this, this magazine. So that's why it's not geared towards That's why it's not geared towards Gotcha. Me. I feel like you can, you can be an upper middle class guitar aficionado. They need another. They need a, they need a, maybe need a like second... something under aficionado. What is it under an aficionado? Guitar expert, guitar appreciator, guitar appreciator magazine. Boom. Let's well, do it. Why can't they just take aficionado, swap out all the advertising, and be like, "Here's a fucking hundred dollar watch for your spouse. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a swatch. Oh, I'll take a swatch. Uh, I won't though. Uh, okay, so you get a magazine. You your day takes an uptick. You're you're excited about it. You go yeah, inside. Yeah, sometimes it's a bill. You know, it's a fucking mixed bag. You can't necessarily know when you go to the, you know, and like that's part of what I like about it is that like, you know, you're sort of like, you know, you don't know. I like to be surprised, Matt. I don't want everything to just be, you know, it changes the, it's like I get yeah. a bill, I get something. It's like, yeah. you know, I like checking the mail. Do you ever like. Although the post, what is it, the post office? I just read a story where the post office posted a $2, two billion, billion dollar loss. loss. I mean, come on. It's like, what are you doing? I'm sorry if anybody is fucking works at the post office, but let's get serious. What, like, what, what is happening that you're losing $2 billion? Well, you basically are just like, what are you making money on? Nothing. Nothing. It's like, it's a problem. And it's not, it's not like a service that is like, it's not a it, to me personally, and somebody might disagree with me. It's like it's not really a service that couldn't be privatized. It's not like I think that should be privatized, and oh, I think and, like and medical should not. I think like I that, think FedEx is like FedEx and UPS are like waiting, yeah, to be like okay, we'll just buy shit should. more ton, shit ton more trucks and yeah, done. and it's like look, half the time I go to a fucking mailbox, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit, and like. So it's like that's part of how they're probably making money is fucking sending out like Pizza Hut fucking flyer flyers right. and all this other crap. It's like get rid of it. But for two bill, here's the thing. And like stamps, it's like stamps. Like, like there's basically here's the deal. Yep. This wound, this giant gaping wound that the post office has, is only going to get larger. Right. Because. Nothing is being done to curb the fact that other enterprises are taking everything away. They were supposed everything. to everything. They were supposed to take. They were supposed to take Saturday gone. Yeah. And then they stopped. And they were like, "Oh no, we're just kidding." Yeah. Fucking. Who cares? I don't need mail on Saturday. I'm having a weekend. I don't need a bill. I don't need it. And you like it? I like it, and I don't need it. But my point, it's like. It's not a it's not a government institution. If they did Monday, Wednesday, Friday mail delivery, whose life is ruined? People. Like maybe people like and I like it, but I still would be like look if you just got rid of it altogether. I mean how much like can they do that though? How can they get rid of it altogether? You can force like look, here's the deal. You can force people to do a lot of stuff. Remember HDTV? Yeah. Remember the fucking like 
Remember the world was just like, you can't fucking force me to do jack shit. You suck. Like, go fuck yourself. I ain't doing it, ma. <laughs> <laughs> like, people were outraged. Don't you remember? Yeah, well. Like, people were pissing and moaning about it. And then the next thing you know, people are like, there's fucking every tube television in the world is, like, on the curb. And people <laughs> are in there. And, and now it's like, people, it would seem like ancient technology to not have HD television. Right. Like, yeah, like it, when like, you go to a hotel that hasn't quite been updated yet, and they still yeah. have a tube television, you're like, oh, wow. Like, people have this avert. like, what I'm saying is that people, like, in general, especially in this country, have this aversion to the idea of, like, this is what we're doing, we're just going to get rid of the post office. Yep. So, like, all of this shit, like, the publisher's clearinghouse, all this other stuff you get, Well, like, you got to go through this other system. Or you Scott, gotta you do it take digitally. Away publisher's clearinghouse. Or you do it digitally. Digital publisher's clearinghouse. Yeah, what's the difference? I don't know. I mean, look, all my checks you can, get, you know, your paychecks you can get direct deposit. Yeah, unless you work for Comedy Central. Really? They yeah. won't do it. Mm-mm. Well, but my point is like that's why you just you. Oh, by the way, also they don't mail our checks; they just hand them to us at work. <laughs> so it doesn't fucking matter. But I say you, but that's why it's like if you come down and go like, well, this doesn't exist anymore, then it's like, it's easier to just do direct deposit. Right. It's like, it's not that hard to do. People should just go to direct deposit. I mean, you can get your bills digitally. All this stuff can happen. And if you're just like, well, I don't want to do that. I want to find out why they, what they're saying about this too. Did you read the article? No. I just saw the headline. I'm going to read the article to everybody right now. Well, not really right now, but very soon. Uh... Yeah, but it's insane. Like, didn't it lose like five billion last year? But this two billion dollar loss came in like a quarter, right? Or a it's maybe even huge. shorter. It's something huge. And they even said that they had a revenue increase. Like they made, I think they made more money, but the losses are still that great. That's insane. I can't use my iPad, um, but I can use my computer, which has Batman on it. Sure Matt does. likes Batman. A I lot. do like Batman. What are you eating? I love Batman. It's a Quest bar. Looks just like. So it. I recently read. Uh, looks like poo. You know what it tastes like? Poo. Oatmeal. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so not poo. Do you want that piece? I've been breaking it up. No, no, no. I'm I'm full. We had lunch. It's the. Uh, had a lovely lunch. It's the highest rated uh, protein bar. Okay. For muscle and fitness, like it's the best for you. Like there's not a lot of bullshit in there. Quest Nutrition. Yeah, Quest Nutrition bars. If they'd like to send a few over to Feeb, I'd gladly take some. I'm a big fan of the. Uh, well, why Apple do you pie. have another kind? Power. I just found that in my bag. Okay. Power Crunch is the third rated, third best rated. What about what's number two? I don't remember. Pooh. Pooh yeah. is not number two. <laughs> you just laughed so so proud of yourself. I've never I seen you. you into my I've poo never trap. seen you happier about something like a little than kid. when you got to say poo again. <laughs> well, I led you into my fucking poo trap, <laughs> which is uh, the number two. All right. Did you even know what I was doing? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, three months and three months, so a quarter. The uh, the uh, post office lost two billion dollars in just three months. U.S. Postal Service continued to bleed money during its second quarter, despite an increase in package revenues yeah. and an emergency price hike that took a, a place effective in January. The agency said on Monday that it lost two billion dollars from April to June, compared with a net loss of seven hundred and forty million from the same period last year. 
This is when you close up shop. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is crazy. It's and they, crazy. And they 1.9 billion lost in its first quarter. So that's $4 billion they've lost this year. An increase in its shipping and package business helped the agency see a 2% rise from last year in its total operating revenue of $16.5 billion. But if you're losing $2 billion a quarter, you're operating at a at a at a at an eight million dollar hole. You basically don't exist. If you're a company, if Fed if this was happening to FedEx, they just would not exist. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's like we're just keeping this thing open. United States Postal Service has focused on its shipping and package business and expanded to Sunday package delivery. That seems like the wrong way to go. Well, by the way, by the way, I was home Sunday morning. Okay. Yeah. And I was expecting a package. From USPS? Yeah. And I was there. My window was open. And then all of a sudden I get a message on my phone that says the United States Postal Service attempted to deliver the package, but was not able to. There was no package attempted delivery slip. There was nothing. There was nothing. And then it just said, go to USPS to uh, schedule redelivery or pick it up at the thing if you fill out this thing. Here's what I think happened. Whoever the fuck is on the route for my neighborhood didn't go anywhere. He just sat at he home. He just was like, man. No, they weren't home. No one was home. It was Sunday. Is that crazy, right? Yeah, everyone loves Jesus. Yeah, so no one's home. This Myra guy, he loves Jesus. He would love to bed down with Jesus. All right. So shipping and package revenue jumped 6.6% compared with the same period last year. The volume of its most profitable product. First class mail is the most profitable product. Yeah. Fell 1.4% as more people communicate electronic- electronically. But the temporary rate increase helped offset the losses by bringing a 3.2% raise in revenues for that product. The rate increase is a temporary measure to mitigate the effects of the recession. The jump in losses was largely due to a $1.5 billion increase in operating expenses as a result of workers' compensation payments. What? USPS blames most of its financial troubles on a 2006 mandate to stow away billions of dollars for its future retirees' health care. The post, uh, post service already defaulted on three of its payments into the fund and does not expect to make the next $5.7 billion installment due next September. Because of continued losses, the agency also said it has not been able to update its fleet. To continue to provide a world-class service and remain competitive, we must invest up to $10 billion to replace our aging vehicle fleet, purchase additional package sorting equipment, and make necessary upgrades to our infrastructure. No. <laughs> like, no. Like, let's let's just stop. USPS. And once again, like, I'm, if somebody works for the United States Post Office. Well, thank you for be, doing a great job. I appreciate that's great, you but getting it's like, me This here. is insane. Like, this is insane. This is not like. Nothing should be shit. operating like this. This is not the fire department. This is not the police service. This is just like, this is somebody delivering some mail. And we've already, there's so much example. And they can't win because they're behind in the brand recognition yeah. where it's like, you want to fly a package overnight. People trust UPS and people trust FedEx. Oh, I would never losing. fly a package overnight with the post service. No, nobody. Because that's why they can't do also, it. Also, it's a gajillion dollars to do it. And you know what? I'm sorry, but there are people out there who are just like, no, I want to get my mail. A, a mail service, somebody's going to swoop in and, and make that happen. It's just going to happen. It's all going to happen. Everything can be replaced, but it's like, 
This is crazy. This will go on another 20 fucking years. USPS and postal unions have so far failed to coax U.S. lawmakers to allow it to modify its business, including eliminating or modifying future retirees' health fund. The agency also wants Congress to limit door-to-door delivery and to cut Saturday mail delivery. But those plans have been blocked by some unions and lawmakers who say it would hurt their communities. I don't get. Uh, they must. It's just. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And, and you know what? It's like it, it reminds me of the fucking penny too, where it's like people are just like, oh, but the post. It's like I get it, but like let's get with the times. Like it just doesn't matter anymore. It's like if shit doesn't make sense, you fucking get rid of it. Fucking make radical change. Like just like yeah. Just God damn it, do it. Fucking penny is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life. The fact that we still have a fucking penny. I hate coins in general. <laughs> like, I do not like coins. I hate when people give me quarters. I'm like, I just, I, I hate having change. Everything should be rounded up. Yeah, it's just I don't like, care. fuck it, I don't Round care. It up. Especially now, like, meters. Now that meters are mostly credit cards, I'm like, now I really don't, now yeah. I really don't like change. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to carry all this shit around. Despite the red ink, the latest announcement showed an improvement from 2012. <sighs> When UPS lost $15.9 billion, USPS. Many industry, many in the industry point to these improvements as a sign the agency does not need to make drastic service cuts as it sucks. This is insane. Meanwhile, on the same page. Meanwhile, 90% of the mail I get is, I'll tell you what I got yesterday. I got one thing that was actually, I got one thing in the mail yesterday that was directed to me. There was a piece of usable mail. Everything else was a fucking offer from City Card and all this other shit. It's like they don't even fucking deliver anything that's like usable. Here's a here's a here's a headline. Here's a better headline for you. Woman confesses to filming porn in church after tipster recognizes her breasts. Oh yeah. Now I'm that by the way, I've I've seen this video. I have seen that video. Nice. They're they're great. Uh, this isn't your run-of-the-mill confession. A woman in Austria admitted to filming pornographic video inside of a church after a tipster recognized her breasts. Who's a tipster? I don't know. It was probably me. In a video posted online, <laughs> the woman whose face is not shown undoes her top and caresses her breasts while holding what appears to be the Bible in a rosary. The New York Daily News reported that at least two porn videos featuring the same women were filmed at the same church in June. According to the Austrian Times, Bernard Power, a priest for the Diocese of Linz, Went to police after parishioners said they recognized their church in the video. Uh, parishioners, what are you doing watching porn? Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. Well, maybe the person was like, look, I scour I porn look. sites to make sure that nobody's doing this. I told you that I saw I... our gym on the porn. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hot. Yeah. Don't use the blue was ball. Was I in it? Don't use the blue Don't yoga ball. Blue... Don't use it. <laughs> Don't use it, Scott. It's just a fucking just a cum ball. <laughs> Uh, after the footage was screened, did the guy like wipe himself with it? No, it's just like it's just a lot happening on there. Oh, you don't okay. want to just. After the footage screened on local television, a tipster came forward and said he recognized the woman's breasts. Horsling police were able to track down the twenty-four-year-old amateur video breasts? store. I don't know who confessed. She now faces charges of offending religion, offended, uh, of offending religious feeling and desecration of a church. The Austrian Times reported, according to the detectives, what's the first? What's the first crime? Is that a crime? They said offending religious feeling. Oh God, that's that's literally the 
biggest load of poop I've ever. Police confirmed the women do not have permission to film inside the church. After some debate, it was decided the church would poop. not have to be reconsecrated. Oh, so somebody won't have to come in and yeah do the thing because they shot a porn there. Yep. I mean, somebody obviously let them in, or were they just like in the back? Were they doing it on the sly? I'm very interested in that. Like, were they just like in the back on like, like with? Like no, no, it's just her in the church. It's, oh, it just, seems like it's shot with a decent camera. But it's like, oh, she's just like touching her boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's boob touching. That's not really even porn. Uh, I mean, that's not porn. I'm sorry, but like, that is not porn. I'm gonna find the video. For if there was penetration, boobs. then I would say like that. Okay, that's a good point. Like, uh, like seeing a boob shot. That's like, that's like, that's so. Where does uh, where, where where at what point in your uh, mind does it become pornography? When there's penetration is the only time it becomes pornography. Well, like I don't. To me, the idea of like a if you get a nudie mag, yeah. right? And I'm listening. Like, Where'd you get it? The woods, probably, right? You get it, yeah. Man, <laughs> bring it all, bring it all, um, If I get that, like, I I know it's labeled pornography, but I don't really think think of that as pornography. I'm I'm trying there's to photos because to me, there's like a there's like a like you can see um, a naked woman in um, like tasteful nudes or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. like so if I see Playboy, it's like you'd be like, oh, that's pornography. And I'm like, okay, but it's still essentially the same thing. Once you get into penetration, I'm sure that somebody shot art photos with actual penetration or something like that. Yeah. But that to me is like, once people are doing it, and I'm watching it. Yep. Then it's porn. Then it's fucking porn. Then it's porn. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. if you're, but if you're not watching it, oh, yeah. it's if not it's porn. A, if it's behind me and yeah. I'm just hearing it, then I'm listening to porn. Then you're listening to porn. <laughs> it's still a porn. Uh, if a tree falls... In the porn. In your porn. When you're looking at porn in the woods. I never thought that we had porn. We had like, you know, we just had, we didn't have like hardcore porn stuff. What do you I mean? I was younger. The nudie books we had. So oh, call yeah, them yeah, like yeah, nudie yeah, mags. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I think nudie mag is a better description of what those are. I, I mean, there are, there, there are like porno magazines where it's like you're obviously, somebody just had a still camera on a porno set. I mean, You're I, obvious. I assume You're, uh, it's like, this is obvious guys. What's happened here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me, let me bring it down. Let me here. point out the obvious for everybody who's looked at that kind of magazine and think that they just all stuck their wieners in for a photo. <laughs> That's not the case. Uh, the, uh, oh, that's that dude. That's genius. Cause that's, you know what they call that? That's uh, that's double dipping. <laughs> that's fucking double dipping. That's a little economic strategy for everyone at home. Do you? If you're gonna fuck on camera, take a photo. Let me ask you a, a question: Are you at all, at all, remotely excited about the new Star Wars movie? No, not even a little. So much so that you're yawning. Once again, like here, here's what I'll say. Yeah. First off, the idea of it, of any any movie, the idea of a new Star Wars movie or anything yep. like that, is not exciting. Okay. And I would say that the proof is in how excited was everybody about episode one? The idea of it. Oh, sure. Everyone was like through the roof excited. And then what happened? It, we saw it. Yeah. It was terrible. So my point is being excited about the idea of it is something that I don't. Uh, if I saw the trailer 
and it looked great, I would be as excited as I get about any movie, which is very little. <laughs> What's the most excited you've been about a movie in recent memory? Ooh, like in the last few years? Yeah, like in the last, let's say the last uh, 10 years. Oh, 10 years? Um, I'm trying to think of like movies that I was excited about in the last 10 years. Like something that I was really excited about? Yeah, like you were like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie. Uh, something you even thought about maybe seeing in the theater. I guess the, well, there's a few. I mean, like, I guess the Incredibles I was really excited about oh, in the yeah. last 10 years, right? Yep. Um, maybe. Might not have been. It might have been before that. No, I think it's been in the last 10 years. Okay. Um, there's a few. I mean, I wouldn't say there's that many. Obviously, nothing's really jogging my memory. There's oh. movies I like, you know? I like movies all the time, but, like, I don't have that... Like, I'm not counting the days till like, J.J. Abrams' Star Wars comes out. I mean, what if it's a pile of poo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm interested in seeing it, certainly. Like, I'll go see it in the theater. But if I saw a trailer and I was like, this doesn't look interesting to me, I'd be like, I'm not going to go see it. Do you think there's any chance that it... I mean, honestly, like, I haven't it. seen Guardians of the Galaxy. I did like the trailers. I thought that... that I was more interested in seeing that movie than the Avengers. I think that it's um, as good, if not slightly better, than the Avengers. I'm like, the reason it's appealing to me is the reason it's just like, because it feels different. Because it just feels like a new experience. Yeah. I mean, and it isn't to the point, I mean, it's like all of those, all of the uh, superhero movies at this point, they're all sort of like following a very similar formula. Yeah. Of uh, right down to like the climax and the second act being like, okay, this is it. But it it was presented, I think, in a a fun way. I think that they had, it just looked more, it looked, that looked more interesting to me. I'm trying to think of another movie that I'm excited about. Um, Yeah, Star Wars is not something that I'm like, because Matt, I'll admit it, I'm not a child anymore. I'm not a kid anymore. Scott, you look youthful. I'm, I, I don't believe you. I don't feel like that part of me when I was a kid who loved Star Wars so much, like like that was a moment. And I don't know, I, that doesn't necessarily exist anymore. I might break somebody's heart, but I'm like, it oh. doesn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't upset me. No, Scott. I'm okay with it. Scott. I just don't have it. And I'm fine with that. There's Scott. other things that excite me. It's time for another edition of Feed Bay. Feed Bay? Let me go pee. The hit game. That's, you look something up and then that's, uh, that's really Sweeping. bombing up the charts. <laughs> Scott's going to pee. I'm going to pause this so Scott can pee. Scott, you're back from the bathroom. I paused it. You know what I, did I didn't want to talk. In there? I didn't want to talk the whole time. You know what I did when I was in there? Oh, no. You splashed yes? I did. Oh. And you know what? I'm ready to fucking go for another four hours. Cause oh, I'm my gosh. Feebay. Everyone's favorite game. Everyone's I, favorite game. I name something on uh, eBay. Scott, you tell me how much you think it, the highest, the high prices. Buy it now. Yep. You've just lost a pencil out of your ear. All right, Scott. All right, bring it, lay it on me. Nineteen seventy-seven. Nineteen seventy-seven. Kenner. I'm six years old. From Kenner. Kenner. Star Wars loose means not in its original packaging. Ben Obi Wan Kenobi with a telescoping lightsaber. Had it. Not with a telescoping lightsaber. 
Yeah, the one that was like stuffed up in his arm. Oh my god, maybe you did have it. It's like a little plastic yeah, 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 thing yeah, yeah. that's in his forearm. That was the older one. Dude, I, I was fucking... Dude, I was born in 71. Alright, I know, but listen. I was a Star Wars baby. Uh, Hang on, it's this is be... the highest graded DT double telescoping. And it's the 12... What, what double telescoping Ben Kenobi figure. It's like the 3 inch? There are only 12 that are graded, okay? This is the highest graded one. I was told that this was paired with a Ben Kenobi... That would grade a, at a 95, and the overall grade will be a 95. The DT, double token figure is recased this month. All right. All right. All right. So, Scott, given all that information, it's, it's graded, so it's not beat to shit. It's a 90, near mint, mint, double telescoping, which is the rarer of the, of the ones. Uh... What do you think this is going it's for? It's the three inch? Yeah, it's the little counter guy. It's the little one? Yep. Buy it now. This gentleman is asking. All right. I have no idea. I have no idea what the cost of toys like unboxed or boxed is. Mm-hmm. I'm really flying blind here. Yep. $100. Okay. Scott, you're slightly off. The price is $25,000. Get the fuck out of here. $25,000. That's what this person wants for this. No way. Yes way. I'm going to show you to turning the computer over to Scott so we can take a look. Scott's now looking in disbelief. He's like, what is going on? Scott's thinking the post office should should uh, sell some of these. Get out of here. <laughs> like, I want to hear it. What do you got? What are you going to say about that? I don't know, man. I mean, God bless. If somebody wants to pay for it. And it brings them that much happiness, and obviously the guy fucking selling it will be totally stoked if he can get twenty five grand for it. Mm-hmm. But let me ask this: like, so there's like, I don't know, that's crazy. I'm listening. I'm not spending twenty five grand on that. No one's asking you to. I was, li- I came up with a price that I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even spend a hundred bucks on it. <laughs> <laughs> when I said a hundred, I was like, what would I pay? I was like, I wouldn't pay a hundred, so all right, a hundred dollars. Uh, okay, what do you 25 think? Twenty five grand. What do you think of a what do you think a Star Wars tri logo Jawa that's graded at eighty would go for? It's super rare, it's carded, and it's vintage. It's from Turn of the Jedi era. Uh fifteen thousand. Too high. Eight thousand dollars for that. Wow. Well, now, I want to find out Well now I understand the I want to find out what the uh <laughs> I just typed double telescope. And the immediate response is double telescoping Vader, double telescoping lightsaber, double telescoping... Because I want to know what the what the difference is. What is what does that mean? What the double telescope? Yeah, mean? I don't know. Okay, here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna read this to you right now. Original Star Wars uh, early bird certificate commercial. All right, limited Star Wars merchandise. Ben Kenobi on original on original twelve uh, back card double telescoping is the term used to define the type of lightsaber Be- Kenner originally included in the action figures. The main part of the lightsaber slides out of the arm as per usual. However, the small tip further telescopes another inch from the main part of the lightsaber. Oh, that's the rare bird right there. See. Oh, uh, maybe I didn't have that one. Yeah, you didn't have that one. 
I can I can I can, t- I can honestly tell you that you describing that was the most boring famously. thing. The most boring thing ever made. Not the you part of it. Well, it just, just was the, like, it was boring I, to you. I admit I checked well, out. Well, thanks for playing Phoebe. Phoebe. This edition of Phoebe. Uh, it's time for us to jump over to our favorite segment, the world's favorite segment, the world, and our sponsor's favorite segment. Guys, Feebreeds is here. Brought to you by Audible.com. Oh my god. Audible.com. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash Feeb. You can get a 14-day free trial. We're going to... do a, a segment we like to do called Feeb Reads, where we tell you about a book that we have read, that we enjoy, or are reading and are, are enjoying, and uh, your job is to read it. But this week, your job is to listen to it. Yeah. It's pretty easy. You just and go get it on Audible. you can listen to it free. Yeah. 14-day trial. Get a free Audiblepodcast.com slash Feeb. That's all you got to do. It's really easy to do. I don't yeah. know why you're not doing it right now. Stop listening to this podcast and go do that. Yeah. Well, but then come back to it. Yeah. And then finish it. Yeah. Because... Because yeah, you don't want because what's going to happen after you? Okay, if you just left, oh my god! If you're about to leave, what's going to happen right after this? It's going to be amazing. You, you and you missed the best it. thing I ever fucking missed it. Uh, so Scott. let's get into some book recommendations. All right, you know what I'm reading right now, Scott? What are you reading? I'm reading Michael Lewis's book about the financial collapse. Are you reading Flash Boys? Uh, is that what it is? Oh no, you're reading no, the reading Big Short or yeah, Boomerang? The, the Big Short. Big Short. Yeah, yeah. I've read that. Oh my goodness, it yes. is a great read. And you should read Boomerang, which is the one he wrote kind of after. Kind of after that? Yeah, they're kind of related. Like, Boomerang is the one that's like, he goes to Iceland, Germany. Um, oh, I forget. He goes to four or five other countries and sort of breaks down Ireland and, and breaks down, down what happened to that specific country. It's a great companion piece. I just listened to, speaking of audible.com. Oh, my goodness. I listened to Flash Boys, which is his latest book, uh-huh. Michael Lewis's latest book on high-frequency trading. Whoa. And it's really good. Read this by guy, Dylan Baker. This guy, Michael Lewis, who, of course, everybody knows him for Moneyball. This and guy, The Blind Side, right? Yep. He's a great writer. He's a great writer. He's a great writer. He started out in the financial sector. He might eventually... Earned the prestigious title of Feebreed Superstar. Having just listened, having read all his books and just listened to Scott, Flash Boys, we have to be mutual agreement, though. Uh, okay, we have to have well, mutual have agreement. So up. what's going to happen is I'm going to have to read another one of his books, and then we'll decide. Yes, we'll what find out read? next week. I read Moneyball, which is great, and this one. I've read them, which all. are both great. I read them all, and I listened to the last one. Uh, but yeah, so this is uh, by Michael Lewis. Came out in February 2011. It's called The Big Short. Inside the Doomsday Machine, uh, I'll read the back here. The real story of the crash began in bizarre feeder markets where the sun doesn't shine and the SEC doesn't dare or bother to tread. The bond and real estate derivative markets. Now, here's what I'm going to say to you guys at home. Uh, you don't need to know a ton about the market to enjoy no. this book. That's why because it's, it's explained book. nicely. Yes. Uh, like... I now know about uh, credit swaps. Uh, I know about uh, bond trading, subprime mortgages, uh, trenches. I know all of these things. He does a really good job of bringing it down. And And writes it well. Yep. Uh, And I would throw out there as a companion piece, read Boomerang. You should read Boomerang. I will. Uh, You can flow right into it. Graydon Carter of Vanity Fair says, It is the work of our greatest financial journalist at the top of his game and its essential reading. There you go. I mean... Can you get a bigger endorsement than that? Yes, you can, and that is a fee breed. 
Yes. Well, he didn't obviously. Yeah. Well, now now obviously it's a, now it's Michael a feed Lewis doesn't know that yet. Now it's a feed breed. Uh, what do I got? I got um, I well, I listened to since. Since we were here, I listened to Flash Boys, Mike Lewis. Mm-hmm. I listened to it, downloaded from audible.com. How long did that take you to listen? Uh, I was commuting, and it took me, so it was like two hours a day. It took me like a week and a half. I did it while Pretty I was good. going to work. Pretty good to hear. Um, right now, I am reading uh, The Painter by Peter Heller, who is his follow-up uh, a fiction book to Dog Stars, which was old fee breeds that I yeah, recommended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm reading his new book, and I'm halfway through it, and I really like it. So it's a Fee Breeds recommend, and a, and a coming back to it. I think if you liked his first book, then definitely pick this one up. It's called The Painter by Peter Heller. Boom. Painter by Peter Heller. That's two Fee Breeds this Boom. week for you guys. And they're both uh, come with a very high recommendation. Uh, if you have a Fee Breed you'd like to recommend to us, we're open to getting recommendations from you people. Because we, we ha- can't always be picking up things yeah. and like reading them on our own. We can't always be the the discoverers. I have a different type of fee read, which oh I am going God. to announce a book that oh I am going God. to buy. Whoa. And you can also get an Audible. It's from one of my favorite nonfiction writer, Hampton Sides, mm-hmm. who wrote The Very Amazing Ghost Soldiers, which is about a World War II rescue mission in, um, I believe in the, it was in the Philippines or Guam. Um, he wrote Blood and Thunder, which is about Kit Carson, and the Navajo. And then he wrote an amazing book about, uh, I think I recommend, I did recommend on Fee Breeds, Hellhound on His Trail, which was about, I forget his name, the guy who assassinated, oh, John, James Earl Ray. Assassinated Martin Luther King. Assassinated, which Junior. was one of the greatest manhunts in history. It's a very fascinating book. And so he, to me, although you've never read any of them, yeah, he is he is a writer poised for. Oh, he's ready. He's on the sidelines, waiting to get called into the big game. And so I'm recommending a book. I'm what I'm doing is throwing out the idea of this book because I am going to read it, and it's called "The Kingdom of Ice: The Grand and Terrible Voyage of the USS Jeanette." That's what I like to hear. So Hampton Side's new book is out. I recommend if he if he writes it, I'll read it. That's what I'm saying right now. Or I'll listen to it. I know that you can get this book on. Uh, um, you can get it on Audible.com. Audible.com. Uh, that's uh, that's it for Feed Reads, guys. But again, what I was saying is, yeah, if you have a book you'd like to recommend that you feel like Scott and I would both enjoy. You know our style of writing by this point, or rather the style Some of reading Some people do it on Twitter, throw it up on the Facebook. On yeah, the throw it Facebook. up on our Facebook. <laughs> no, the My Facebook page, it wasn't that, that wasn't that egregious. Uh, let's check in on our Facebook page right now. Of course, we please, uh, we recommend that you uh, go ahead and join our Facebook group. And like uh, us. Like the page. Uh, I have to say that neither of us have been great about going lately. Oh my god. I've been better. I don't even remember... I just am, I would like to take a moment to say that I have been slightly better. You you know what? I don't think that's right. He has been slightly better. Uh, it's documented, so it's not like me. Even like it's not. It's documented. People can just tell. <laughs> it's there. My posts are there. So if you go to Feeb Pod, Facebook dot com slash Feeb Pod, that's our Facebook website. Uh, we have three thousand six hundred and fifty likes, and you know what? I know that there are a lot more people out there who like this. 
So some people don't. Some people I know physically liked it when we announced it. We're just like, um, I could. Some people are just like, I don't. Some people never go on Facebook. Oh, that's Matt. true. And you you're never go, going to win gonna, them over. You know what? We're not going to ask you to go on Facebook. If you don't go on Facebook, that's fine. Don't worry about it. But if you are on Facebook and you listen to our podcast, please go to uh, just search Feed Podcast in the uh, in the in the search bar, or go to Facebook.com/slash/FeedPod and like us. Uh, and that's 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 our that's and our next final time, pleading. Here we'll say next time we will answer questions that people have posted on it oh so if you post from today today that we're recording or this will go out uh tomorrow tomorrow this will go out on the third what's tomorrow, the 13th yeah what number is this i can tell you kind of 2031 here's how bad we are at this facebook thing we haven't we don't even post when we put a new episode up well that's technically no i have to here's a, i'm going to smodcast to find out what number we're on <laughs> Uh, we're on. Uh, we're gonna have uh, thirty-seven is next. Oh, nice! So, so basically, what you do is post post new questions with uh, hashtag thirty-seven. Hashtag thirty-seven. So uh, those are the, those are the questions that we will look at the next episode of Phoebe. Yeah, please post it on our Facebook page. And also, if you have recommended, uh, you recommend hashtag Phoebe reads thirty-seven. Yes, Phoebe reads thirty-seven. And what we'll do is uh, Scott and I will discuss. On the air, your recommendations, and Scott and I will choose a book to read, and we're going to read the same book at the same time. We've never done this before. Wow, we have never done this before. It is not remotely sexual. (laughs) In front of each other, how boring would that be? Just reading each other once in a while. Like, oh, get to that part. Did you read that part? (laughs) Scott, you see? Oh, you know? Okay, just open your lips. I think you're gonna love it. No, no, you stop no, reading. No, why I, are you no. reading so slow? I'm just checking my phone. Just stop. Go on. Just read. I want you to get no, there. You're going to like the phone. Alex, I got to pick up some food. No, don't pick up food. Just, no. just okay, what's well, Oh, wait, this reading. is the part about Keep it. reading. Keep is reading. Is it this part? No. Oh, no, it's the next well, part. You're, you're 10 pages I'm ahead. so fast. You probably uh, do read faster than me. I don't know if I do that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so we got a lot of good plans. Uh, we got to fucking record this. We got to record more. We got to record more. We do. Um, more episodes, but I'm going to New York next week, so we'll try. I don't know. I don't know. We're Let's... gonna do everything we can. Yeah, <laughs> we're always like, it's gonna be the summer of Phoebe, and it's gonna be the fall of Phoebe, and it fucking <laughs> never is the anything of Phoebe. I don't know. People are used to it. We're so. Is it more disappointed at this point if we're realistic about it, or if we keep being hopeful? I don't know. I just, I is the hope gone, Scott? Is that what we're saying? I mean, the audience might, but we don't need to lose ours. <sighs> Well, it guys, shows intention. Uh, what it does is, yeah, I, I we want to be here for you. We want to do it. It's just that our schedules conspire a lot to sort of keep us from each other. Listen, all I can say right now is, in the words of the greatest <laughs> actors in the history of film, Denzel Washington, Mr. Mark Wahlberg, make it, it rain. Uh, hey, Scott. Hey.
Phoebe. That Matt. was quite an episode of Phoebe. That was an amazing oh, episode it was of very, Phoebe. It was a Phoebe centric you know end. Oh. Brought by, brought to you by. I think I do know who it was brought to me by. Let the people know. Audible.com. Audible.com. Oh my God. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it with over how many, Scott? 150,000 titles. That is so many. Virtually, Virtually every genre. genre. You'll find what you're looking for. Get a free audiobook and 14 day trial today by signing up at www.audiblepodcast.com slash forward slash feeb. Forward slash feeb. Also, you know, I just want to say if you're uh, listening to us and you're supporting us, the best way you can do that is by supporting our sponsors. So please, please think about it. Think That's about, good. Think about getting a free it's audio a good thing. download. I'm telling you right now. I have I I actually signed up and and I got Super Freakonomics and then no, not Super Freakonomics. Think like a freak. And uh-huh. then I got Flash Boys. And oh my now god! Like, oh my I, god! You I got to commute. If you're you gonna find that you love it. If you got if you're driving at all and you're out of podcast, maybe maybe Phoebe's not coming out enough for you. Yeah, maybe you need true. more audio. <laughs> yeah. Go to AudiblePodcast.com. Fills in the blanks in your life, guys. It's just that it's we just, can't provide. It's just here. science. It's just science. Just listen to Carl Audible. Sagan. Audiblepodcast.com forward slash Phoebe. And uh, please support the sponsor. And we will see you guys pretty soon. soon. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.